everyone. Welcome to the Self-Awareness Journey Podcast. I'm Melissa Albers. And I'm JJ Parker. This podcast is for seekers, seekers of happiness and joy, seekers of a centered approach to success in life, seekers of their true, authentic selves. Get ready for some real talk on everything from anxiety, emotions, and habits to love, compassion, and forgiveness. We know you'll be challenged and enlightened by this conversation. We're so glad you're here. Let's dive in. So, Melissa, I stopped doing a whole bunch of things in the in the past few weeks. A whole bunch. Well, I know you did the whole social media thing. That part I remember. Yep. So, I stopped going on social media. Like I actually deleted it <laughs> off my phone. Uh-huh. Um, I stopped. I stopped drinking. Mm. Like I haven't had any like alcoholic adult beverages in a while. Huh. <laughs> um, and I've been trying to like, cl- I don't know, cleanse. It sounds like whatever. But like, I'm just trying to get rid of everything in my life that mm. that pulls on me. Oh, that makes me have like an inkling to go have it, check it, look at it, oh. in that, interact with it. Like that's interesting. Yeah, because uh, I just didn't like the feeling. Well, I don't know. I was like sitting back thinking. And I was like, I don't like the feeling that when I wake up in the morning, I have this compulsion to go look at Facebook. Mm. And I didn't really like that. Like in the evening, I kind of had this like this like pull to like, oh, I'll go have a glass of wine. Like even though I don't, yeah. you know, it's like not, it wasn't even in like a social setting. Yeah. Just like, uh, I just didn't like that I had these things in my life that I wouldn't say were controlling me, but were certainly pulling on me. Yeah, almost like habitual, like becoming habitual. Yeah, like or being... habits, mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Yeah. I like this idea because I've actually been toying with this a little bit myself. Certainly, uh, certainly I have noticed more the feeling of when something is tugging at me. I've definitely mm-hmm. noticed the feeling of that more. And, and you're right, like, the social media thing is, that's a big thing. So even if it's not Facebook, it could be the gram, you know, but even, <laughs> even you can lull yourself into uh, feeling like you don't have issues with that or you're not habitually a- addicted to it. Um, mm-hmm. But if you say that it's for work, if you say, well, I, oh, yeah. I only go on LinkedIn or... Uh-huh. I totally tried exactly what you're saying mm. i did i actually my first my first like go was like i will delete facebook but i can't delete uh linkedin because like yeah. i have to check that for work yeah yeah <laughs> and then what i started doing is i just like literally it's because it's the same thing it's like the same feed of things and yes. it makes your brain yeah it tugs on your brain this just the same oh, as facebook or instagram yeah. or any yeah. of the rest of it the scroll scroll um, scroll scroll so yeah so i'm like then what I, I replaced my Facebook habit with like a morning LinkedIn habit. I'm like, this is useful. This is the same thing. So I deleted LinkedIn too. Did you really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I can't delete LinkedIn. But okay. And here's the interesting thing that I deleted those. And I thought um, what I'll do is I'll just use them on my computer. Mm. Yeah. Right. Like, so I'll, I'll like, I'll like actually... I'll still interact with them. I'm not saying like I don't ever want to go on on any social media platform, but I'm like I will 
I will be the one who like chooses when I engage with it mm, nah. versus it being on mm. you know, like your phone is like such an intimate thing. Yeah. I mean, you know what I think is funny? Like yeah. how many do you <laughs> is your is your phone next to your bed? Yeah. Mhm. Right. Okay, so when you wake up with it, mm-hmm. like like what's, what's the, the first, first thing, thing you, you do? Grab? Yeah. Is it do you give your loving husband a big hug in the no. mor- morning when you wake up? Don't no, be you like cuddle with your phone. <laughs> like <laughs> <don't> be, <laughs> a ridiculous comment. No, right? Like people like literally are like coddling their phone. Yeah. As the last thing they do before they go to yeah. bed yeah. and the first thing they do in the morning. I it's know. like a very intimate relationship. And it's like, it's in our hand all day. It's in our pocket. It's in our purse. Yeah. It's like, it's with us. It's yeah. like, it's, an it's addiction. such an it, it has become an addiction. Yeah. connection. Yeah, I know. I, I was, um, I can't remember what it was. I saw some little blip on phones. I don't remember if it was like the morning show or something like that, like a little news blip on it. And they were saying, they were comparing a phone to the same thing as a cigarette addiction. Mm. Because a lot of times, if you're a smoker, um, you will, the last thing you'll do is have a smoke before you Mm. go to bed. And certainly the first craving, the first craving that you have when you get up is to reach for a cigarette. And phones are very much that way. You know, it's a, so I don't know if I would call it an addiction. I think it is addiction for some, but even if you back out of that word and just go down a couple of stair steps, there's still cravings, very deep cravings. There's still totally. yeah. habit, you know, the habits that you form that you are unaware of. Um, yep. And those are, yeah, those are, they are controlling. They yeah. feel very yeah, controlling. Yeah, they're controlling. The, and, I, you know, <clears throat> like, I'm a soft, I mean, I, I run software companies, so... Like being like, I'm not anti-phone and I'm not being anti-technology. No, even no, though no, I know you're not. I kind of sometimes Maybe feel it sounded like, like we were, but... Beat that drum a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, your phone can be super useful. I mean, mm-hmm. being able to like basically look up any... Anything. ...fact on, on, on Google instantly and have an infinite brain yeah. and yeah. have directions and have, you know like alarms and I have reminders and email like it's there's so much good about it yeah but but that uh, good is also just making sure how it mm-hmm. is affecting mm-hmm. your brain and you know like I talk I talk quite a bit about the idea that like a lot of our actions are still driven by like our primitive monkey brain mm-hmm. <laughs> and that we haven't really evolved as much as we like to think we have yeah and a lot of uh instinctual drivers are still lurking under there controlling yeah. our day-to-day action and and the idea that we have our brain has somehow adapted within the last mm, yeah 10 years to use a device as um, yeah. sophisticated as a as a um infinitely big computer in your pocket is kind of silly yeah well i mean but but really the the core of what we're talking about right now are these habits or addictions or controlling mechanisms within our own psyche that make us not feel like we have control over ourselves right and so it Mm -hmm. doesn't even we've been talking a lot about this morning just talking about technology talking about phones yeah but there are there's a lot of other things things. that are yeah that that do it like yeah like certainly Drugs and alcohol will do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah. Lots of other and things. Tobacco. Like you can have tobacco, like even like sex or porn mm-hmm. can definitely have a similar pull. Yeah. But you like know, there's that, all sorts of things that will crap. Yeah. Pull on your attention and, and your thoughts will like yeah. go to continually until they're kind of like satisfied. Yeah. And, and what you've just named are like the common ones that people have talked about forever. But you know what? There's a whole yeah. bunch of everyday ones. Um, there's a whole bunch of everyday ones, like even just the control of a habit that you formed because you really liked it and it was mm-hmm. healthy and, ha- and and it made you happy, but then it stops doing that. Like, for example, um, if you decide that you want to have a better routine in the morning and so you want to um, have like a better breakfast or you want to get up 10 minutes earlier and do something for yourself, journal, meditate, Mm. anything like that. Um, And you are desperately trying to form a new habit because you feel like that would be better for you in all ways, right? So even with the best of intention of trying to create something that is better for you that you feel good about can also cause some bit of control that doesn't feel good anymore. Because if you don't get a certain outcome, or you aren't able to make the leap into this way of being, it also pulls on you. So then what ends up happening is you start to avoid doing those things and then mm. feeling really bad about them. And you're feeling controlled by that same topic anyway. Right. So, I mean, yeah. I think it, I think it comes at us in a lot of different ways. Like that, yeah. I, that idea that even when we try to have good things to control us, that pull makes us not feel like we're in charge of our own faculties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. And that doesn't feel good. You're talking, you're talking about your morning routine. Mm-hmm. I was like, what morning? What part of my morning routine is controlling me? I'm like, oh, it's the toothpaste industry <laughs> demanding that I brush my teeth every day. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, so I, I started kind of, the reason I started really kind of thinking about this and analyzing mm-hmm. this was actually from our New Year's mm. conversation yeah. around setting goals oh. and this idea mm. that, um, oh, and I'm reading a book. Of course, I'm reading a book. <laughs> I was talking about this a little bit. Um, oh, what's the name of the book I was reading? I'm going to space it now. But, uh, it's about this book is about discipline. Mm. So, um, it's by Ryan Holiday, the the guy that does a lot of like uh, takes kind of like old philosophy and applies it to modern mm. day. Mm-hmm. Um, de- discipline is destiny or something like that. Okay. Anyway, I was thinking about discipline. Right. This is why I started this like down this track because oh, I was it. thinking about discipline okay. and I was like, okay, like we had talked about before how like I spent a good chunk of my life just randomly wandering through the woods with no plan. Yeah. Wandering through life with no plan. And then the past couple of years I've had more of a plan mm-hmm. and it's, and it kind of work has been working for me. Right. Like yeah. I like the result of it. Mm-hmm. And I kind of took that from like business planning and kind of applied it a little bit to like JJ life planning. Yeah. And then I was thinking, what's like the next level of discipline oh, what's like the go. next See? level of rigor oh, gosh here we go <laughs> here's the slippery okay. slope of control i'm totally not committing to this right now okay but i'm, I'm okay 
like you gave me full permission to back out from what I'm about to say. Yes. But <laughs> yes, indeed. You're not. Do not hold me. This is not an accountability buddy part of the conversation. Yeah, okay. This is just me telling you a thing I was thinking about. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but the idea that maybe, maybe for a year, as I was saying, maybe for a year, maybe for twenty twenty three, I live like a. What if I? What if I took a year and did like a hyper disciplined life? Like very regimented on like food, exercise, morning routine, like super disciplined, no vices, right? Like, like only clean living, straight up, super clean goal, like goal tracking, goal oriented. Like, what happens if you get to like that hyper disciplined space for a year? Okay. What do you want to get out of it? I, I just, you know, I like just trying things. I don't know. <laughs> what happens? Do you have a family during this year? I, I like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just curious. Just got a couple questions. The coach in me is just hopping to the forefront of this conversation. <laughs> well, why would they care? Oh, why would they care? Oh, my. I... Have you lost uh... it? Have you? You've <laughs> lost it. Let me answer for you. Yes. No. Yes. Yes. Why? Because you wanted to have a conversation about what controls you. And look at what you're suggesting, that you become the most controlled person in the universe for an Not... entire year. <laughs> but I, like, okay. I get it, uh -huh. but Do I'm you? not like the the idea. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> but the idea, no, like listen, okay, okay so okay, like the I'm idea trying. that I don't want anything external to control me. But what are those external things? Those like the 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 impulse, the impulse to do those things are are me. They're not they're mm -hmm. not actually external things that are controlling me. Like I'm doing it. Right. Yes. So the idea that 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 the way to combat things controlling you is to actually be super disciplined about not letting that not letting yourself get into those habits. OK, he, here's There's a logical path. here. No, Melissa, it's absolutely not logic. Well, yeah, it's straight logic. And it's like, OK. I, all right. Listen to what you just said. OK, you said. <laughs> This is where we pivot. You said that the way to get around other things controlling me is to be so disciplined that nothing controls <laughs> me except me. But here's the little flawed premise. <laughs> no disrespect intended. Here's I the, like to hear it. Let's here's hear it. the flawed premise in that. Okay. The flawed premise is, is that you are actually what controls you all the time Anyway. I know that's what I was trying to say. Oh, okay. That's what I was trying to say. Okay. So, so by saying you're going to become yeah. ultra disciplined is really just fodder. It's just fodder because what's controlling you today is you. That's what's okay. controlling you today. Whether there's so, discipline in it or not, it's still a core base response to something on the outside. Your internal mechanism is making a core basic decision on how to respond to something else. And whether that decision is made multiple times a day till it becomes a habit or multiple times an hour or what have you till it becomes an addiction, it's it's the same timeline. It's the same energy line we're talking about. 
Oh, you should see okay. his face, everybody, you guys. So, He's swinging in his chair, and his eyes are up. His... I'm rolling my eyes. <laughs> Can't even see my pupils anymore. <laughs> wow, we don't get into a conversation where where that often that, no. that we are so diff. We're divisive no. on yeah, I don't, topic. I don't. Most people are listening to this and going, wait, is this it? Is this your device? <laughs> is this being divisive? <laughs> no, but... but Try to control me, Melissa. <laughs> <laughs> Stop wrecking my jam. So, okay. Okay. So, what you're saying is, like, if, like, okay, let's just, like, yeah, let's say... Just let's take... Let's take... Uh, drinking. Okay. Okay. Yep. Now that's like a yep. heavy topic, and there's a lot yeah. around that. But I'm just going to use it as a fairly accessible okay. example. Okay. Like, if I don't want to drink anymore, yeah. What's my path to that? Yeah. Like the idea that I would just walk around life and and respond to any impulse I want, mm -hmm. and also try to not respond to that one, mm -hmm. but not in any way that has any rigidity around it mm -hmm. like i just i'm trying to think of like how do i how do i stop that habit mm -hmm. or or even that addiction without having a very disciplined approach towards okay. not doing it okay okay i hear you and and that's that's a fair question that's a fair question that's not an all or nothing that's a very specific topic with a very specific yeah. outcome okay yeah but if you so okay so like you could take that as an ex, a, example it's pretty clear mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but what you're what where where I'm going is a little farther is to say hey like let's let's even apply that same kind of discipline to exercise to diet mm -hmm. to uh you know any like spirituality yeah like right to right anything work, could be anything to cleaning my house to like oh. to a whole bunch of things right. Mm -hmm. And so, like, if you start applying this kind of rigor to lots, a lot, like, a, across the board yeah. in your life to lots of things that you think are important, mm -hmm. what's the result of that? Right? And you're kind of proposing, like, you become an unbearable human to be around. <laughs> well, yeah, the way you posed it the and first time. And I'm proposing time. I'm going to get a lot, of, a lot done. <laughs> you would get a lot done alone in a box <laughs> i can okay now i'm just now i'm just like i can he, i can have a disciplined life and not be an asshole yeah i, think I, I know can accomplish but those you, two things simultaneously yeah but you were like all in like shift everything about your life at one time for an entire year and to me mm -hmm. we can start talking about goal setting right like talk, you talk about goal setting you talk about the intensity of goal setting in your in this description versus the gentle goal setting like i think there's on a continuum but here's the piece well, I, and and to be fair i do hear what you're saying like there's a lot of truth to what you're saying however the thing that you haven't talked about that i think we have to talk about is the energy is the energy mm. in which it takes to shift something or to have even the awareness that something mm -hmm. that you want something to be adjusted because it feels like control like mm -hmm. that whole piece um, takes a lot for people. It's energetically taxing to evaluate and really shift up something that you're doing. It's not a yeah. bad thing or a good thing. It's just an ener it is an energy drain. So 
So if, if you, and, and the more that you have a habit, the more you have allowed something to come into your life that you consistently do all the time. Yeah. Um, wow. That's, it is a so, lot. Let me think about that. So like the thing maybe you're saying is that, let me re, let me spit this back to you yeah. in, in a different way. It's like, yeah. it's like, it takes effort to change these things. Yeah. It's like, say you have to like, you know, whatever, like, it's like lifting a brick. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, I'm going to work on one. I lift one brick. Yeah. And what you're saying is like, hey, JJ, if you're going to go try to change like 10 things, you're going to try to be lifting like 10 bricks simultaneously. Right. right. And that's going to be beyond you. Like, you can't, ha you can't do all 10 at the same time. So don't, yeah. it's not like you go flip a switch and become this ultra disciplined person across all these facets of your life simultaneously. Yeah. Because you simply will not have enough energy to do it. Well. And you'd fail or or you'd be just become like a total wreck of a person or you'd be for a unbearably while. unhappy you'd be unbearably Maybe. unhappy because oftentimes the things that you do repetitively have been done because it gives you some sort of calm it gives you some sort of i'm not i'm not making it yeah, okay yeah. like some of this stuff is stuff that isn't healthy for us you know some of these tactics that we have mm -hmm. adopted aren't healthy but they certainly got us over a hump at some point and yeah, and yeah. it they got were there us, for a reason they were there for a reason and now if you've yeah. outgrown that need you know it's just like anything else once you've outgrown that need there is a natural time for us to sort of slough that off but out of guilt or control or some sort of constrictive emotion mm -hmm. a lot of times we won't then you know, then yeah. we'll be just like, well, no, I don't really want, I don't really want to stop doing that because that does give me like some joy. Okay. Like drinking, for example, neither one of us are big drinkers. Like we drink like mm -hmm. socially drink at home or whatever. I mean, since the pandemic, my alcohol consumption has increased <laughs> certainly to probably something five days a week. I don't know where before it would be once every two weeks. Like yeah, I just am not right. right. However, so at the time. It was something to do. It was fun. It was, well, what else, what yep. else are we going to be? Right. I'm what not going anywhere. Yeah. I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. Okay. So now we've kind of come out of that in the cocoon of our homes. And a lot of people are making mm -hmm. an adjustment again, like, Ooh, boy, it's dinner time. And now I'm just reaching for a beer or I'm reaching for yeah. a wine or something. That's weird. I never used to do that. Okay, so yep. do I really want that? Well, I kind of do because now I have this, I'm used to it. The habit, right? Yeah. The intersection between like addiction, habit, compulsion. Yeah. I, you know, mm -hmm. it's, it's a very interesting it is, like it is. line and slope. Right. And it's different for different people. It's different for different things and actions. Yeah. And, um, yeah. But it's interesting. It's really, it's, I, I found it like kind of fun to think about the things in my life that mm -hmm. were in that yeah. category. Yeah, I, I agree. Like for me, when we're talking about, you know, like like when we're talking about social media, like I have really scaled back on the, the ones that I will participate in or even the length of time that I participate in. I just actually I find them boring now. Um, mm -hmm. However, like LinkedIn, I'll still be on because there's a lot of reasons for my business that I actually have to do that. But I find myself dreading when I do. You know, I just think, oh, I don't want to, I don't, you know, yeah. take it off your phone, put a calendar thing on your, on oh, your that's a good that idea. Like this is when I do, this is when I go check in on LinkedIn mm. to make sure that things that's are good. That's a really good idea. I, and I think like right here is sort of that soft spot 
of mm-hmm. um, noticing what you feel controlled by. Because I think, um, you know, the self-awareness journey is all about self-awareness. And I think the main mm-hmm. thing that we're talking about is recognizing the feelings that you have within yourself that make it not feel good, make anything yeah. not feel good. And being able to objectively, uh, you know, look at something and say, does this serve me right now anymore? You know, and, mm-hmm. and, and if it doesn't, if that feeling feels more constricted or it feels more negative or it feels like it's a drain or like you feel like it's hard to get away from it, well, then I think that's a, that's a really good thing to notice and then to try to decide what you want to do with it. You know, like you talked about the drinking thing. Well, a lot of people will do dry October, dry January, right? Mm-hmm. Well, they'll take one whole month and not drink anything and then yep. evaluate. And boy, a lot of people say, oh, I really miss it. I really miss it. And then at the mm. end, they'll be like, you know what? I'm just going to keep going. I have several friends yeah. who have said that. I'm just going to keep going. I don't really need to drink. Yeah. Yeah. So it's interesting, you know, that's interesting. Yeah, there's different ways to approach these topics without it being all or nothing. And so I guess, you know, me, I'm always I'm always anti zealot when it comes to any any broad topic that goes to an extreme. (laughs) Yeah, it's funny. I I wouldn't I I wouldn't I never really thought of myself maybe as like an all or nothing kind of person. Oh, my goodness. Looking. Okay. (laughs) Thank you. I love you. Yeah, I, I was gonna say you. like, oh, like looking at my my past, like, oh yeah, when I do my like no sugar months and I do my weird diet nutrition things, like, yeah, like okay, I guess I am. Well, one a thing I always black and white in those ways. Yeah, but one thing I always really appreciate about you is you like a little competition in your life. You like that, and you yeah you like to compete against yourself too and you enjoy that like not for the ego win but just because you're like you think it's fun and you think you're curious about it and Mm -hmm. so whenever you've done these kinds of interesting short-term blips it's usually you know that's usually what it's about it's something in there yeah you're right it's like me against myself yeah i kind of like that playing that game yeah because you're not competitive against others in day-to-day experiences (laughs) except tennis and pickleball. Yeah, well, I don't. Sh- I try to not show that. Okay, they know already, <laughs> JJ. Anyway, do you know what I think is super funny? Look at the mug I'm using for our conversation. It says, "Don't half-ass anything. Always use your full ass." <laughs> there you go. This seems like a perfect mug for today's topic. <laughs> all right, so here's what we're gonna do. Okay. Um, I think all of our listeners should take to Facebook, go on the self-awareness journey page. Yes. And then, and then tell us, like, should JJ? have oh, a yes. ultra disciplined year or should he just take melissa's like lackadaisical oh. la la land <laughs> way of living like which one? <laughs> oh, that's me all right la 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 <laughs> i love it and i'm not gonna go check it anyway so I it doesn't am... really matter what you put actually in there. i'm gonna i'm going to pose this question on the Facebook page and on oh, no. the LinkedIn page, I'm going to, and I'm not going to call it Melissa's lackadaisical approach. I'm You're not making it... it easy for me to not want to go check that stuff, Melissa. <laughs> I'm going to post it as Melissa's realistic and thought-out plan. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, that's that's it for me. I'm I'm off to go. Uh... <laughs> Check social media now. (laughs) And I'm going to go start smoking. (laughs) Did you enjoy this episode? 
please go to your favorite podcast platform to subscribe, rate, and leave a review so others can discover it as well. Growing self-awareness is a lifelong journey, and there's always further to go. And it's better when we're all in it together. Please think of someone you know who could benefit from hearing today's conversation and share this episode with them. We can't thank you enough for listening. Until next time, happy exploring, seekers.